it's been confirmed that the Lobos will get Jalen House, Jamal Mashburn Jr., and Donovan Dent back next year because with uh, Barima Sack leaving today, that makes a total of five Lobos from last year's team that have entered the transfer portal. But the three that people were most concerned about, maybe that's being a little bit too generous, but uh, a lot of people were concerned about was the return of House, Mashburn Jr., and Dent, Sam. And there actually uh, was a, a late addition here just a little bit ago. Uh, Safi Fino, uh, he was the one that took over the scholarship spot when J. Allen Tovar left at the beginning okay. of the season. He he went in as well. Just you know, so we're we're totally... we're just trying to make sure that we're absolutely correct. Yeah. I, I mean, but you know, uh, again, you know his name. Uh, Safi Fino. Safi Fino, a, a walk-on, right? Who yeah. was given a scholarship. He has entered the transfer yes. portal. Okay, I Just would so put we're up him, to the latest second. Thank you. And then I would put him in the same kind of category as uh, Emmanuel Quach. I maybe uh, a little, little bit beneath the news uh, worthiness of, of Quach, but. Two guys that were not part of the team. No, of course. I don't mean to certainly but, but, don't mean to bury the lead. But but if we're gonna deal with numbers, we gotta, you know, be as accurate as we can. But getting back to House returning, yes. Mashburn Jr. returning, and Dent returning, uh, we found that out actually through Kurt Roth. He was on the uh what, what podcast was he on, Sam? Uh, um, the, pr- the the Pit Press. Pit Press podcast. And he he was on with us. We we did some things with Kurt. Uh, and then he was on with them and, and answered that question. And, you know, now we've learned, you know, UNM sent out a release at least about House. Uh, have we seen a release from UNM about any of those other two guys? Uh, Mash and House, I did see. I haven't seen anything uh, from, from the team yet about Donovan Dent, although I'm going to check here uh, right now as... Uh, really, it's just uh, Jalen House doing the, uh, the the Michael Jordan. I'm back. Remember, Jamal Mashburn Jr. told Jeff Grammer after the after the Utah Valley game that that he was coming back. But total to hear this is now official because I I can understand and I mean I was feeling this a little bit as well. It's one thing when when. We all know that these spots are going to be filled. We all know there's going to be different players. We're going to learn new names, and eventually these spots are going to be filled, and the Lobos are going to have a full roster. But when you see five, six guys go before anybody comes in, it can be a little bit unnerving. So at least to know that Mash and House are going to play together for a third year, which is a big theme of some of these teams that are still playing in, in college basketball. Everybody loved what Donovan Dent did last year as a freshman. Yeah. you got to fill those spots around him, but that that... Nothing against the front court. We love, you know, we love Josiah. We love Mo. But this is this has been the nucleus of the team, especially Mash and House. This has been the core for a few years now. So there is a little bit of a sigh of relief for my money, at least that that they made that decision. Because House, I mean, we've been dealing with this for a couple of years now, thinking that you know, is is Jalen going to be back? Is he going to test? You know, is he going to go pro? Is he going to do this, that, the other? So that's a big win for today. It is, and I think Jeff Grammer worded it the best in the journal today when he said sometimes breaking the most breaking news is not about guys leaving but guys committed to come back yeah that that's that's kind of the theme today cuz we spent a lot of time last week about guys about guys leaving and there's been more of that and there's going to continue to be more of that but part, part and and we don't we this is what we're learning um today i mean the transfer portal doesn't close until may 11th that you know, by my count, is like six weeks away. So, yeah, you know, th- this sounds like like great news, but let's also keep in mind, like the, you know, we're supposed to 
start being prepared for like anything nowadays, Sam. So it'll be, it won't be official until the, the door closes on the portal. And I, all that, the that's the way off. I would look at it. Fair? I mean, seriously. Fair? Seriously. Uh, I mean, I, mu- you know, musical chairs is a good way to describe what we may be seeing, not only with the Lobos, but a lot of different teams each and every season. I mean, uh, how many guys is this now in the portal uh, uh, with la- the two at today? Check today at last che- oh, for the Lobos? Yeah, yeah, for the uh, Lobos. I believe six? Okay, six. Um, and then in the portal, you, it was over 900. I, I don't want to make you go search for it now, but it's got to be at least 900. And yeah, it's 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 a, it's it's got to be over 950 by now. Just ch- uh, checking the numbers earlier today. It's got to be 950 plus. Real quick, uh, and I have them all for the eight teams that were in the Elite Eight. But of the teams remaining, I went you, you know uh, I went through their roster. Uh, San Diego State. Uh, has five guys that have transferred from different schools. They benefited from the portal to the tune of five players. Uh, the University of Miami Hurricanes have three. Uh, the other two Final Four teams, UConn has four portal guys on their roster, and Florida Atlantic has three. And some, in some cases, these players had been there for more than one year, but in most cases, these were ones they got prior to this year, I think, across the board. So you got... You know, five San Diego State, three Miami of Florida, four UConn, and three Florida Atlantic, all right? The other four teams that got bounced, Creighton had two. Uh, we have uh, Texas with six, including Sir uh, Sir Jabari Rice from New Mexico State. Well, he was one of the six. Uh, they got him from Utah, Vanderbilt, Pitt, slash Minnesota, Iowa, Creighton, okay? So anyway, uh, so far, Texas leads the way with six. And actually, until K State, when we look at K State, K State seven. There was there there wasn't a single guy on the roster at K State that played in the tournament that started their college career at K State. So that's what I'm saying. When we're talking musical chairs here, that's not an exaggeration, my friend. But what does that also tell you, though? That the transfer portal is only is only a small part of this, and you know we spend a lot of time because it's the it's the thing that's right in front of us. You can't ignore it. Guy goes in the portal. Guy coming in from the portal. You can't ignore that. But what does that tell you that seven guys wanted to go to Manhattan, Kansas to play basketball when Lawrence is right up the road, or guys want to go? Three guys went to Boca Raton when you know, which is becoming the basketball hub of the country now, which is a side story. But guys. <laughs> intentionally went to go play for went to go uh, to Boca to be FAU Owls because it's becoming about it, it, it's it's almost be, I, I mean I, I don't imagine it's as blunt and as in our face and as direct in the NBA where guys text each other and say hey let's go play for this team together but there is this sense of where can I go win not just you know what jersey do I want to put on you're forgetting one big other element to that decision we talked with Kurt Roth and in case you missed it we're going to play it again at six o'clock and he'll join us uh like at six Kurt Roth uh, who we talked about the 505 Sports Venture Foundation uh, about just the impact of 505 Sports Venture uh, Foundation with the stuff going on at UNM we also get Kurt's perspective on all this stuff uh, across the country and what you know you're supposed to be able to do and not supposed to be able to do uh, with regard to you know being involved with any kids coming to an individual school. Remember, I asked him. I said, "Hey, uh, 
of all the guys that are on these different NCAA tournament teams that came through the portal, right? what percentage of them have an NIL deal attached to where they're going? He said a vast majority of them have an NIL deal associated. So when you talk about, hey, I want to play with my buddy in Boca Raton, which doesn't sound like a bad idea, it, it, according to Kurt, and I'll ask him this again when he joins us at 6 o'clock, the the vast majority also are throwing in they're getting some sort of a as a result of going there we're not going to say they went there because they were incentivized but and again that's a rule that I'm still wondering how anybody would be able to enforce that okay come on I mean when you make rules like that hey you're not supposed to be able to use NIL to entice a recruit and then but as soon as they sign then you can go talk to them we're supposed to expect coaches to be out scouring the country for transfers and the the conversation and nil never comes up are you kidding me so anyway uh, you know so the in in florida atlantic i mean they were low they i what did i say three of them uh, yeah. I, I don't want to diminish that like my i'll tell you one of the two of my favorite players in the tournament is the golden guy that florida atlantic has in the mil, middle from uh russia but the other guy is Johnny Davis, J-O-H-N-E-E, okay? Wait till you see him in the Final Four. This guy is sleek. He's smooth. He had 29 in their win against, and they've got a number of good players. And which team is he on? He's on Florida Atlantic. Okay. Okay? This guy, um, he he he's a left-handed player. He made the bucket to give them the lead before all the chaos took place at the end there. Uh, I think they missed one free throw, but it was the last basket. It was Davis. And he reminds me of a guy named Walter Davis, who used to play in college basketball, was not from North Carolina. I think they called him the Greyhound is what his nickname was. I mean, this Davis kid is just unbelievable. And he didn't have a good game, and they still won. I can't wait to watch Florida Atlantic to watch those two guys. But, you know, there's just so many other players to watch. This is Team Talk. I'm Joe O'Neill. That is Sam Hauser. It's ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. We're going to talk hardcore San Diego State here at about 5 or 425. Mark Ziegler with the San Diego Union Tribune is going to join us. Um, but anyway, so while it, you know, you when going back to like th- that, the, you know, these teams are loaded with portal guys. You could take the approach of, hey, guys are just wanting to be on teams that uh, are might be successful and all that. I think part of that is also what they're getting in return from going to those schools, Sam. I don't think you can deny it. Oh, no, no, you can't. It's what am I going to get out of this for myself? What am I going to get out of this if I'm going to go... And if I'm going to go to 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 Boca and have a you know have play in a school that's got a, a uh, play for a team that's got a two million dollar operating budget, what am I going to get out of it? And if and if you well, have, but remember NIL doesn't come from the school's operating budget. Sam. No, 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 it, it it doesn't. But it's still it, it, it's all it it is all different pieces. Like I. You don't want to discount one NIO matters. What your team's going to be able to do matters. Where you are matters. I, I, I don't know. If, t- fair. I, I don't. Maybe maybe eighteen, nineteen, twenty year old kids don't care about a team's operating budget, but you certainly do see. You know, if uh, in the world of have and have nots, if you go somewhere else and all, you know they have nicer facilities, okay. But it, it all it all it, it all balances each other out. But it's all to say that we may be getting to a point here very soon. Where 
Blue Bloods is a thing that we used to just call schools, that we used to be a thing of the past, that we used to just talk about as, you know, hey, this was a different time in college basketball. And, and you know what it proves that? I think in your notes here, and you're going to get to it later, there's not a single McDonald's All-American in the in the Final Four, correct? Correct, yes. Okay. First time ever. Okay, well, I, I, first of all, McDonald's All-Americans don't usually stay in school for more than a year or two, Okay. And what this is telling me is that you face a team where, like Kentucky faces, is going in, and I don't know exactly about this. I don't have their roster in front of me, but they've been known for having the McDonald's All-Americans that are freshman sensations, maybe a sophomore sensation. Well, nowadays, they're playing against guys two and three years older than they are. I I don't have the ages of San Diego State versus Alabama. Okay, but Alabama's star player, the freshman, what was his name that uh, he, he was he considered to be the best player in the year of the year. Okay, and so I, I man, and and he is a baller. I, I mean, as far as the drafts go, I know the guy from France is still out there, and then there was a high school kid that's projected to go after him. But the kid from Alabama, uh, Brandon Miller, Brandon Miller. Yeah, no wonder I couldn't think of it. It's such a unusual name. Just kidding. Okay, so I'm just saying to myself, you think that these guys at San Diego State like are going to be at all intimidated by a guy who is a freshman? Come on, uh, the age groups. The, the when you're talking portal, you're mostly talking about guys that haven't been able to cash in and move on out of college, and they are like trying to still get there by playing another year. And they, you know, the, there's other things that go into it there, uh, you know. But it, the NIL money, I think, is it can't be argued. Who are we? Maybe complaining is not the right word, but who are we begrudging? And I and I, and I say we as general because you. This year in particular, you know, you got FAU, you got these teams that are still playing in the Final Four, you have these older teams, you know, Kentucky's out, Purdue's out, so on and so forth, and you have these, you know, these, uh, these, you know, these, I guess, complaints about, you know, the Final Four and what's left of college basketball. Who are we doing that on behalf of? Because the players are getting theirs, the coaches are making the most of it. Most of these college coaches would love to have older guys instead of freshmen playing on their team anyway. So who are we doing this on behalf of? Well, first of all, for starters, Kids coming out of high school, okay. I mean, that, and that's a big that, element. Okay, okay, that's a big one. Nope. Okay, fair. Uh, so that that's a that's a starting thing. Well, uh, you know, let's look at the Lobos. So they they have two really good players. We we know uh, as recruits. One's from Dallas. The other one's from the Phoenix area. Um, the the recruits that they had had the previous year, um, Donovan Dent played. The other two did not. Uh, right. You wonder. How this is going to affect the the other two redshirted, right? The other, I mean, one was a medical and one was just a straight redshirt. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Braden Applehans, uh, red uh, was the medical redshirt, and and then yes. Yeah, so. Okay, so so I, I mean, um, like, is if you're you know if you're gonna go, uh, so d- does next year? I guess we expect you know those two guys that you just mentioned that had red shirts, medical or otherwise. Donovan Dent, and then the two high school players. That's five. That's five players um, that theoretically are going to be scholarship players. Uh, you add Mashburn and House. That's two more. I mean, I I just I, I I worry about those those people that are just coming out of high school and the ones that are 
just gotten out of high school that might be replaced. You know, even Gonzaga. Okay, I was looking at Gonzaga here, and there was one in particular that caught my eye with the Zags. Um, they have they had three transfers: uh, one from Iowa State, one from LSU, and the best of those uh, was the third one, uh, Malachi Smith. Okay. He came from Tennessee Chattanooga. They call it just Chattanooga now. He was the mid-major player of the year, okay? There's a lot of really good mid-major players that still have eligibility that are looking to like have that one year like Malachi Smith had with Gonzaga. I just think it it's bad for the 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 kids that are we you know we we first talked about this with um will benjamin um at las cruces high now deuce you know he ended up going to new mexico state who knows what kind of a division one recruit he would have been uh in other spots but even you know will benjamin his dad said things are completely different than you know before where you know you were the gatorade player of the year in in new mexico and a pretty darn good player, good size, you know, all those things, and you're not really getting a sniff. Why is that? Because, eh, you know, it's, you know, okay, this, ben, you know, Deuce Benjamin can give you four years. That's great, but do they really need people for, for four years? Don't you, you know, do you want a guy who was like a 13 point and eight rebound a game guy for a mid major? I mean, even uh, like San Diego State, I saw they have transfers and they're not from the biggest schools in the world, but um, like uh, Darren uh, or Darian Trammell, the one that hit the free throw there to win the game, right? Mm-hmm. He came from Seattle U. Like, I didn't even know Seattle U was a, a was a Division One program until I saw them playing. And they were in the same league as the Aggies, and oh, they're playing Seattle. What is it? The SuperSonics? You know, is Jack Sigma and Marvin Webster and those guys going to come out there? Um, so there's really a lot of good players that are not necessarily like honing their skills at big name schools that you know even um you know Josiah Alec University of Can- uh, Missouri at Kansas City not the biggest school i mean uh Morris Udeze Wichita State good program i mean recognize but you know Josiah Alec University of Missouri Kansas City you know do we talk about the kangaroos very much on team talk sam i, I don't i can't remember we do not richard patino would have cuz he scheduled them every year but uh but that was in a in a different time 